Bokertov, we're continuing our series on reading Hebrew right, or in more precise English, reading, reading Hebrew correctly. Um, we are in Parshat Nitzavim. Hopefully we'll get to the discussion of the specific Nekudot called the Tenuot Ketanot and the Tenuot Gedolot, the two types of Nekudot that we have, and what effect they can possibly have on a word. Okay? So we are on Nitzavim. Who wants to be the reader today? You want, you want to read? Okay. Alright, so let's do it. Alright, that was a perfect reading. Um, you want to do the Tamim? Okay. Perfect. Excellent. What are we looking out for in that Pasuk? You have a few digashim. The uh, first four words all have digash. Atem Nitzavim on the Tzadi. Hayom on the Yod and Kulachem on the Lamed. All have the Geshim. Now, this is actually the perfect opportunity to open up our discussion of why there are the Geshim on these letters. Atem, Nitzavim, Hayom, Kulachem. Okay? Why are there the Geshim on all these letters? So you have to look at the Nikuda that comes right before the letter that has the Dagesh. Okay? In the first word, it is a Patach. And in the second word it is a Chirik Katan. We'll get into what a Chirik Katan, why I didn't just call it a Chirik. It's a Chirik Katan. The third is another Patach. And the fourth is a? It is a Kubut. No. It is a, it's a, no, 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 it's not a Shuruk, it's Kubut, exactly. It's a Kubut. Okay? A Shuruk is the one with the um, thing. With the Vav. Do you know how you know? Because Shuruk in the word has a Vav. Yeah. Kubut doesn't. Okay. So all of these Nekudot that we said, Patach, Chirik, Chirik, Patach, and Kubutz, they are all considered, they're all in the category of Tinuot Ketanot. Now what is a Tinuot Ketana? Let's open up to the front of the Tikkun and actually go through what this is. Um, if you go to the front of the Tikkun, you have this wonderful Kalaleh uh, Diktuk section, which is fantastic. ね、あの、ヒアルトゥヨーズ。オッケー。エッセトラベルビギニングライト。そう、ハテヌオ。オッケー、ファーストオブオール、ティヌアミンズ。ライト。ティヌアミンズ、ライト。ティヌアミンズ
Okay, that would be the gadol versus the katan. Okay, the the gadol ones are like a kamatz rachav, right? A kamatz that is pronounced as an a sound, as opposed to a kamatz that's pronounced as a o sound. Okay, kamatz rachav would be a tenua gedola. Eitzere would be a tenua gedola. A chirik gadol. What is a chirik gadol? A chirik with a yud. Okay, a chirik with a yud is an expansive, elongated E sound. While, and that would be a, a chirik gado, okay? Um, let's see, what else do we have? A cholam is an O, in any, any O sound, even if it's without a vav, even if it's a cholam chaser, which is without the vav, or it's a cholam male, which is with the vav, the cholam is a elongated, long sound. One second. All right, so where were we? So, so these are all tenuot gedolot. These are these are nikudot that produce an elongated sound. Now, what would be the tenuot ketanot? Here we have them in the list in the kvalei atitu portion. A patach. Notice you're gonna see, you're, you're gonna see these because they're all in our parasha. A patach, a segol. Segol is an e sound with the three dots. Chirik katan, which is a dot, the chirik, the e sound without any yud after. A kubutz, which is the u sound that we saw. Okay, and, and the word kul lechem, right? A kamatz chatuf. What was it? What's a kamatz chatuf? Oh, the O sound. The O sound. Um, hold on. Also called A, by the way. It's also called A. Kamatz chazak. No, kamatz katan. Mm-hmm. Right, kamatz katan is also called. Uh, but there's nothing for the other one. The one kamatz rachav. No, 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 no. No kamatz. Yeah. Um, Okay, fine. So those are those are our tenuot. Notice what's missing from the tenuot? Shiva. Shiva, because the shiva is not either. Shiva is his own thing. Shiva is his own. All right. So now we've seen some of the time, some of the nikudot that you find in a word are elongated, long sounds. Some of them are shortened, short sounds. How do you produce? Typically, how do you produce a shortened sound? If you want to produce a shortened sound, you have to shorten the sound that the letter is on. The easiest way is to emphasize the next letter. Now, if you want to make the, the word, the khirik under the nun, if you want to show that it's a shortened khirik, then you say nitsavim. By, by, by shortening the, the khirik under the letter nun, you're automatically creating a sound that sounds like a dagesh on the next letter. Nitsavim, because I'm not, I'm not making the, I'm not saying nitsavim. If you stretch out that ni in nitzavim, then you won't be able to put a dagesh in the tzadi. Same thing with the word hayom. Now, obviously, hayom, if you're stretching it out like it would sound if it's a kamatz, rachav, then you're not going to make, the dagesh is not going to sound. You're not going to hear the dagesh in the, in the letter yud. For but example, because it's a patach, and it should be a shortened sound, so the shortening creates a dagesh in the yud. And it could also be vice versa. You could also say the dagesh in the yod is what's shortening the patach. I don't know For which example, one came with first. the word kulechem, it could yeah. be kulchem, just with a, with a shva nach. It could be, it could, so, exactly, uh, there, are, there are two options. That's, so, that's the so next thing. So how does the shva nach shorten the, the we're saying that a, that a tenuaktana has to be short. That's why there's dagesh. I understand dagesh. Dagesh shortens the, the, the tenuaktana, but a shva nach shortens it, how does it shorten Okay, so what Ariel's saying is a little bit more technical. And he's saying, John, you're, you're ignoring one of the rules. And that is that with, with a tenuah ketana, there are actually two options. 
Right, this is what you're saying. There are two options with what can come after a tinua ketana. Here we've seen consistently the dagesh option. Right? Atem, nitzadim, hayyom, kulichim. All of them have dagishim because they're all after nikudot that are short nikudot. The kubuts, the patach, the chirik without a yud, and so on. The chirik katan. But there's another rule that's also a very consistent rule. That after a tinua ketana, instead of a dagesh, sometimes you'll have a sheva nach. Look at the next word. Lifne, ah, lifne. like lifne, lifne, right? Um, the word lifne, it's not lipene, it's lifne, right? Now it's still a tinua ketana, but under the fe, under the fe, there is a shiva nach, and the pe did not become the get a dagesh. Okay, so th- these are the two rules of tinuot ketanot. They either produce a dagesh. In the next letter, or they produce a sheva nach. That's generally it covers like all the the main the main um, influences that a tinua ketana would have on the next letter. Now, why I you said that it when you make the sheva nach, you're not necessarily shortening the sound of the tinua. I actually disagree. If you look at the word korban, which is a case of this where you have a kamatz katan, it's a tinua ketana, and then the resh instead of becoming Dig, uh, uh, the, the, the thing with the dagesh, it lost its. It doesn't have a dagesh. It has a sheva nach korban. Now, if you were to to try to put a sheva na under the resh, for, well, so, so your your alternative would have to be kareban, right? Because if there's a sheva nach, mm-hmm. if there's a sheva na under the resh, then the kuf would need to become a regular kamat. Yeah. That kareban has a lot longer of a sound than korban. Mm-hmm. Kareban. Kareban. Mm-hmm. By by making it a shivana, the the nikuda, the previous nikuda, does become slightly uh, clarified. Uh-huh. So I think I'm guessing based on your question. I think that's the answer. Meaning, I think even the the shivana will turn the previous nikuda into a shortened nikuda. Okay. So for anybody who's not confused, let's. I mean, for anybody who's confused, here is the the rundown. Okay. We, were, we, we saw that a lot of words in our first pasuk had digeshim. So we're trying to figure out where these digeshim are coming from and why they come from. We noticed that these digeshim are only appearing after a specific set of nikudot. These nikudot are called the shortened nikudot. And we said the rule that the shortened nikudot, they produce a dagesh after them. What are the shortened nikudot? You could have a patach, you could have a chirik without a yud, you could have a... Kubuts, you could also have a segol. Okay, these are all the nikudot that they are short nikudot that you typically find a dagesh in the letters that are after them. Okay, and that's really all there is to it. How do you know which nikudot are short, which nikudot are long? You memorize it. Yeah. Okay, some of the nikudot are long. Regular kamats, a tzere, a cholam, a shuruk. These are all long nikudot. That they do not produce the geshim after them, and then some of them are shorter nekudot, like a dage, like a like a chiri katan, a a, um, a patach. These are all short, and they typically do produce a dagesh after. So if you're listening to a Torah reader, you're like, wow, how is this guy so brilliant? He memorized every single dagesh in the parasha. Nobody's memorizing the digeshim; they're just memorizing the rule. You just know, okay, every time I make the sound of a chiri katan, and I see there's no yud there, the next letter is going to get a dagesh. It's that simple. And the same rule applies for the Gedulah, like the Shvanah afterwards? Like after, after Tanakh Gedulah? If, if oh, there sh- is, yeah. And then we said the second rule, which maybe I would have even done separately just to keep people not confused. A second rule is that besides for producing a Dagesh, sometimes the 
tinot ketanot can produce a sheva nach, a soft sheva that just gets attached to that first syllable. Like in the word korban, or in our case, like the word lifne. Okay? Um, so how do you know which one? Like, kulchem has the shana. How do you know which one? Which one? one? I don't yeah. know. That's a question that Ariel asked me last awesome. week. I still have not gotten an answer. Probably go, you have to go deeper into the dikduk and see what the shortish of the word is and how the word is like to be understood and so on. I don't know exactly. Okay. But it has these two effects. Now, um, what was I going to say? Uh, so you have... Um, oh, one, one last point. One last point. To make things even easier, there are some that are automatic. That you just know that a dagesh is always going to come. For example, what's a hehaidia? You know, guys, know what a hehaidia is. Hehaidia is whenever you use a he to mean the equivalent in, in English of the, the, the word the. Yeah. Okay. So if you say yom, what does it mean? Day. It means day. What if you say hayom, the, the day? If you say um, beged, what does it mean? Beged. Clothing. clothing. What is it? What's ha beged? The clothing. Now, in both cases, or in every case, where you have a he, that means the in English, that it's by definition, the he idea is written with a patach under it, a, a, which, a, which is a tenua ketana. So all of the he ideas get dagesh after them. Unless it's a letter, there are a few letters that you cannot make the dagesh sound on them. But in general, leaving those exceptions aside, Anytime you have a hey idea, you get a dagesh. So if you want to, let's say, start with the practice of doing dagashim, the easiest place to start is with the hey ideas. Okay, anytime I say hey idea, I'll just do dagesh right after. Right? Um, let's see. Um, and all of them, they all have uh, dagesh after them. Okay? Uh, now, um, there. Should I get to the exception, which I think you like? I would love it. So, so the exception is that sometimes you have to make sure that it's not a he hashe'ela. Ha'af umnam eled v'ani zakanti. Sometimes a he is not used as the word the. It is actually used instead of a question mark. Like whenever Sarah hears that um, uh, she's about to give birth, she goes to Abraham and says, Ha'af umnam eled is it still possible that I can give birth? Or if, uh, let's see, another one. Hayipale um, me Adonai davar. Is it possible that something will be uh, lost before Hashem? Hayipale me Adonai davar. Hatachat Elohim anochi. Hashem mana mimech perliwaten. Am I instead of God? That's when Yaakov got upset at Rachel. When Rachel says, give me a child. He said, am I instead of God that I'm the one who's stopping you from having kids? You, you can't have kids. No, no, it has nothing to do with me. Now, it would be incorrect to say because it's not that he doesn't actually have a patach, that he has a kamatz because it's a he that is a he hashe'ela. Okay? Mm-hmm. Notice the he in the hashe'ela gives a dagesh to the shin. Okay? When you have a he with, with a patach and a shva, like both, both a patach and a shva underneath a he, uh-huh. Like, what does that even mean? So, that is something else. Um, that is, um, I forgot what it's called even. Chataf uh, Patach. The Chataf Patach is, is, uh, is something else. It typically happens when, for phonetic reasons, phonetic means 
just for ease of being able to read something, mm -hmm. it's very hard to produce the Shiva sound on that letter. And sometimes instead of, although by the rules of Dikduk, the, the letter should have had a Shiva under it, the reading gets opened for the sake of making the reading easier. In which case, they put the patach and the shiva next to it. So uh, it's like, it's a shiva, but you can't, go, good luck trying to read this as a shiva. It won't come out of your mouth nicely. So you uh, read that's it where they had that little thing. And then the, they put the, they put the kaman, they put the patach and then the shiva next to it. Like for example, uh, in the, in the, what's it called? I think that one will go by the rules of, of uh, shiva. I don't think it goes yeah. by the rules of patach. Uh -huh. So that's not a patach. You see, I think you see it often on letters that are guttural, like ayin. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen in the in the in the Kavanat Halev, in the Kavanat Halev Seidur in Az Yashir, when it says Salelu, a lot of the times it has a patach, like yeah, it, 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 it says Salalu. Salalu. Yeah. Why Salalu? Like it's Salalu. It's not hard to say Salalu. So why in all those Seidurim do you have it changed from the from what it says in the? I don't know. Well, we'll look into it. Okay. We'll look into it. Also, it has a Segol with a Shvat next to it. Uh, one of them I just saw. It. Segol yeah. with a shiva. Hey, like here, look. Oh, yeah. Is that is probably the same reason? Probably. We'll, we'll look into those. We'll look into the khatafs. I okay. would wonder why they have mm -hmm. the two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's do a few more psukim. I think we did. A, we covered a lot. Today it was a little bit technical. I hope it wasn't too hard to understand. All right. Yud. Pasuk Yud. Yeah. Like you know it already. <laughs> um... Uh, no. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Under the mem is ma. No, that one's actually one of those that Ariel just brought up. It's a, it's a chata chata. Macha. Machanecha. Yeah. Mechotav. Uh, no. Mechatov. No. Me. Me. Mecho. On the chet is a o. Mechotav. Mecho. And on tet is a tere. Mecho. Mechotev. Atsecha. No. Atsecha. Not a. E. E. Tsecha. Yes, exactly. Atsecha. Ad. Sheav. No, no, no. Shoev. Yeah. Me, me, mecha. Perfect. Okay, let's do that pasuk. Tapechem, neshechem, vegerecha, asher, vekerev, mahanecha. Mechotev, etsecha, ad, shoev, memecha. Did you put an emphasis on the mem of mechotev? Did you have Mechotev, etsecha. Is that important? Like, if I just said mechotev, does that change the meaning? No, no, it's not going to change the meaning. The, um, Why is it not mechotev? No, me, mechotev. Could yeah. be either one, yeah. me, me. Yeah, it's the same meaning. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's here the masoret is the word is me, from. Both could mean from. Okay. Tapechem neshechem vegerecha asher vekerev machanecha mechotev etzecha ad shoev memecha. You want to try with the Tommy also? Yeah, Daniel told me the 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 Kef Katon. I think I think it was a Talmud Torah, like Neshechem uh, instead of like Neshechem. Like, exactly. Yeah, I know they do that too. It's like a tuned Adnach kind of. Look, we we brought this up in one of our previous classes. 
you could simplify the tunes to their simplest possible form, and then if you're a chazan, you could expand them to a more tuny, something that's more uh, musical. Uh, yeah, my my zakef katan is a little bit more musical. Yeah, doesn't make a difference. The we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I don't want to get into yeah. open another Pandora's box. Okay. <laughs> So, Perfect. Perfect. Let's do one more. Le Ovrecha, you want to read? Yeah. Le Ovrecha, Bivrit. Good. Adonai Lohecha. Uve Alato. Not Uve. Uve Alto. Uve A. Uve Alato. Perfect. Asher Adonai Lohecha. Where is that? Karat. No. Koret. Yeah. Mecha. Im. Im Mecha. Yeah. Hayom. Excellent. Le Ovrecha. We have the we have one of our rules. Okay, look at how the kamatz is a kamatz katan or a kamatz. What what, is it, what do they call it in the book? Chataf. Is it called it? No, they called it a kamatz chataf. What do they call it? I always call it a kamatz katan. I know it's a chataf. Chataf kamatz. It just doesn't say chataf. It's chotef. Are you right? With kamatz chatuf. Chatuf. Okay, that's what it is. Oh. All right. Okay, so you have a kamatz chatuf in le'ovrecha, and that's why you have a tinwa kitana, and then the vet doesn't get a shivatna le'ovrecha. Doesn't get a dagesh. Well, it's not getting it. Whenever it, when it gets a dagesh, then it will get a shivatna. If it gets a dagesh, it becomes a shivatna, right? So it's not getting a dagesh, and there's no, and this it remains a le'ovrecha. That's it remains a shivatna. That's why. The ayin is, uh, I mean, the vet is in the syllable of the ayin. Le'ov. Yeah. It's one syllable. Again, shivana creates a new syllable. Shivanach gets attached to the first syllable. If I didn't have this uh, emphasized, I didn't have this big uh, kamat, how could I tell that it's ovrecha and avrecha? How can you tell that it's le'ovrecha? It's like the word sounds. Instead of le'avrecha. Look, the. I don't know, but you can't. In this word, there's no other way to read it. Uh-huh, this other word is sounded. You were to create a. Yeah, I think this is just the easiest way to do Phonetically, it. Phonetically, well, overcha sounds better, but I think you could say I, that. I, I think it sounds better because that's how we always say it. Like, that's, that's how the word sounds. Uh, I mean, no, but then, but then you have a rule. Let's say you have two shivas back to back, right? The second, the second, shiva, the second one gets a shiva na. Right? So how do you do le'a, be, re? You can't do two shivanas in a row. So by definition, the second shiva has to be na. The first shiva has to remain nach, which means that for that to be oh. a nach, the kamatz has to be kamatz katan. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So here you have two rules that together they make sure that they keep you in check. Exactly. You know, the rules are keeping you in check. All right. Bivrit. Um, another case of... Uh, Tinwaketana and a Shivanach, Bivrit, okay? Adonai Lorecha Uv Alato, you saw we stretched the Aleph because of the Ma'amid on the Aleph. Asher Adonai Lorecha, 
קוראת אמך, וואי, זה אתה פסוק ג'סדן? כן. קוראת אמך היום, קוראת אמך you have under the eye instead of אמך, you have אמך, where the gash comes on the mem and the gash produces a שבעה נא. Why is there מאמין on the other? Why is there מאמין on the other? I need to do some research on when the Ma'amidim were inserted. I'm not, I have to check, can you check the Keter Aram Soba and see if the, do you know what the Keter Aram Soba is? The Keter was like the, it was like this ancient Tikkun, not Tikkun, it was an ancient Tanakh that the Jewish community of Aleppo, they kept. And with it, they preserved all of the ta'amim and all of the nekudot, like, from generations prior. It's considered the most, like, established and well-respected Torah for the Masoret that exists. Wow. In um, the Israel Museum, you could see parts of it. Wow. In the Israel Museum in Israel. And, and it, what's interesting is they put it, they put the Keter on Amsoba in the same area as the Dead Sea Scrolls. Wow. And they're trying to show that the Dead Sea Scrolls are like the ancient text and then the Keter Aram Soba is the modern text because it's what we use today as a reference point. So it's wow. the most modern compared to the oldest that we have in all of Tanakh. Wow. And you see how consistent they are. That's amazing. So that's what they did in the Israel Museum. Oh my God. All right. Um, so last pasuk. אשר אדוני אלוהיך קוראת אמך היום. אולי הוא עושה את זה. תודה רבה.